It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The undisputed lightweight belts are on the line May 20th on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Devin the Dream Haney and Vasily Lomachenko. Haney is the youngest undisputed champion in boxing. And this is Pro Box TV's Big Fight Preview. And this is the fight we're talking about. I want to jump right into this, Paulie. You've had a very outspoken social media relationship with Bill Haney and Devin Haney. Last October... On, on Pro Box TV, on one of our podcasts, the question was posed to you. Is Devin Haney going to fight Vasily Lomachenko? And this is what you said. And you know what? Everybody out there that wanted to criticize when I first said this. I said this from the very, very beginning when Haney first won the title. I said he's not going to fight Lomachenko. The, the three fights on that deal, like Top Rank, would like to make it. Because Top Rank maps out their deals the best way, the most organized fashion of any promoter. They wanted the Cambosos. They wanted the Cambosos rematch. And then they wanted to make sure the titles get left for Lomachenko. Haney's not going to fight this guy. So, Paulie, what happened? And are you ready to apologize to Devin Haney for saying he would never fight Vasily Lomachenko? Well, as the great Ted DiBiase used to say in the old WWF, the million-dollar man, everybody has a price. And Devin Haney had his price. And I'll tell you what, Devin Haney got his money. Then he asked for money from Lomachenko's purse. He got that, too. Eventually, you're just getting money that you're not going to get anywhere else, and you're going to take the fight. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to take some credit here. By pushing this and pushing this and pushing this, I believe I have a small part in this fight happening. I don't think this fight was in the in the intentions of the Haney's. Credit to them. They take it. Um, it's the biggest step up for Devin Haney. There's a lot of questions I have about Devin Haney that I think will be answered in this fight. And um, it's a fight that I want to see. For me... Loma, uh, for me, uh, Davis and Ryan Garcia was the appetizer. This is the main course right here. This is the undisputed title. This is for all the titles that count. Yes, that one was a very popular fight with the two popular fighters, and Javante Davis showed that he is the next level of superstar and fighter. But nonetheless, this matchup right here is the main course. Again, not just for the capabilities of the two fighters, the matchup of the two fighters, but also the undisputed title is on the line. Everybody else in this weight class plays pretend. All the real titles are on the line in this fight. Chris? And I had a, and I had a, and I had a, a place in making the fight, all right? I'm taking some credit here. And I said, so Paulie, so so are you going to be asking Haney for some some kickback now because you say you had a hand in making no, this no, fight no, happen? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Every fighter deserves all their money, including uh, Devin. I mean, he works fair. hard. Yeah, but this is boxing. This is boxing. Everybody gets fed, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know. Everybody wants that find this fee type of thing, but I'm, I've never been the type. I'm good. I'm good. Nah, good man. Good man. I respect that. I respect that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. This 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 fight is is massive. And I, and I you know I was in fight week for for uh, Gervonta and and uh, and Garcia, and a lot of people are asking me, is this a bigger fight than or than Laney Haney and Loma? It, se- it feels that way. And listen, just because there was more eyes and there was a lot of casuals and non traditional boxing fans tuning in, doesn't make it a bigger fight. This fight matters as m- uh, the landscape of the lightweight division is going to be resolved with this fight and that's going to lead to much bigger fights and so this this is a much more important fight it may not be as commercially successful as the uh Gervonta Davis and, and Garcia fight but this is still a massive massive fight for the for the implications of of pound for pound for for the lightweight division of course but also all these surrounding weight classes because as we know these guys are always going in and out the 130 pounders and, and 40 pounders and and this is eventually you know some of these guys Haney especially is going to be moving up and fighting for for world titles at higher weight classes and, and this is a classic matchup. I mean, it goes back throughout the history of boxing when you've got the, the young king versus the old king, young line versus old line. What you can't dispute is Devin Haney's 24, Lomachenko's 35. Devin Haney is bigger, some say stronger, faster. Um, he's got a lot of things in his favor, but he doesn't have everything in his favor. He, he doesn't have the resume that Lomachenko has. Are we selling Lomachenko short in this fight? Are a lot of fans selling him short? I believe so. I mean, I don't think the resume is even close, but let alone, you know, that is always going to be an issue when there's a young fighter taking on a, a veteran. Okay. The, the young fighter's resume is never going to match up. So, so all that aside, it's also something of, of the degree where when you're a talker and I was a talker, you're going to automatically attract controversy. You can attract opinions. Devin Haney had been saying that Lomachenko uh, avoided him a couple of years ago. And here's why Lomachenko didn't avoid him. You're not avoiding somebody when you chase the bigger fight, okay? Like Tyson Fury didn't avoid Jermaine Franklin in order to try to fight uh, um, uh, Deontay Wilder, for example, okay? Even if Jermaine Franklin may have wanted the fight, or j- just for argument's sake. Just as Devin Haney wanted the Lomachenko fight, and Lomachenko chose to fight Topimo Lopez for all of the marbles for the undisputed title, doesn't mean that he avoided Devin Haney. Also, I'm going to make one thing very, very clear. In boxing, when guys are avoided, it's because they don't match up danger-wise to what they bring uh, financial-wise. And here, and the only reason they don't match up is because one of two reasons. They're either very awkward, or they're big punchers, or both. Devin Haney is neither. Devin Haney is neither. So nobody's avoiding Devin Haney. Nobody would ever avoid a Devin Haney because he doesn't have, he's a world-class fighter. Obviously he's proven that, but he doesn't have those subtle qualities that make you an avoided fighter. Nobody would ever avoid Devin Haney. He doesn't bring that to the table. He's a world-class fighter and it's easy to make world-class fights with Devin Haney if he wants them. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to get that Pauly. I respectfully, I'm going to disagree. Give me, another guy, give me another guy who's been avoided that had these qualities. That either is really awkward or really strong. Like, go on. Listen, listen. So, so Devin Haney has a right? very, very difficult style. And the guy can slow the pace. He can control from the outside. He has physical advantages for these weight classes. How do we know? Above, How do we he's know? Tall, I'm just, I'm just put on paper. He's tall and long. He's got a great jab. Listen, fighting guys with great jabs sucks. Nobody wants to fight a guy who can outbox him for 12 rounds. He's got a great gas tank. He's shown that against pretty good opposition. Again, you're not going to compare. You're, you're describing all the qualities I had, and I had never yes, had to okay, but, but, but also, never but also, fights. listen, guys like Devin Haney need to be able to, there needs to be an incentive. Unless you think you can beat him easily, which you never know. Judges are very difficult, and the kid hasn't been knocked out, has only been hurt by, by, by Lenar's, really. Um, it's, 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 he's a, was knocked out by he's a, he's a, he's a tough, he's a tough out. 
His style, guys want to fight. We, 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 we talked about Roberto Duran when he fought Sugar Ray Leonard, and he said, ah, come on, this guy's not standing in front of you fighting. That's the same idea. Haney's not going to make a fight with you. He's not going to fight you. He's going to box yeah, you. Yeah, but guys Leonard, don't want to fight Leonard boxers. brought a lot of money to the table. Also, Leonard, everybody wanted to fight Leonard. It's not that everybody wants it, to fight Devin Haney. So, so he, exactly with Devin Haney, they Devin. weren't making this. Not, there wasn't big money opportunities with him, so why risk? Catching a, a a boring decision, which is going to hurt you both, because, both ways. Be, be, because you're going to chase the bigger fight. Lomachenko didn't fight Devin Haney because he was chasing Tobey Malopay. Oh, so listen, I'm not saying Haney. Lomachenko ducked anyone. I'm just arguing the fact that Haney is, is, is a, 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 a duckable guy. You bring that kind of controversy to yourself when you start making these claims, but then your resume is rather empty. Again, the biggest name on Haney's record is... Uh, uh, Jorge Linares, okay? A uh, Jorge Linares, that's not the same Jorge Linares that Lomachenko fought because it's a Jorge Linares who two years prior to fighting Haney had been knocked out by Pablo Cano in one round. A guy on, that I on, had beaten, on my undercard, actually. A, a guy, <laughs> a, a, a good point, and a guy that I had beaten five years earlier. A fight that I had already beaten five years earlier. So that's your biggest win. And everybody's saying, oh, Paulie, how could you compare Haney to yourself with the same type of fighter? Same type of fighter. He goes to the body a little bit more. I threw more combinations. He loads up a little more. I, I didn't load up as much. We look for the same things. Very simple, setting traps off the jab, and that's it. Okay? Here's the thing. If you don't believe that, give me somebody on Devin Haney's resume that would have beaten me. Give me somebody well, that, that, that would have given. Listen, and you can have, go all the all. This has been the easiest road to undisputed we've ever seen. I'm not even fundamentally yes. I'm as boxers, I, I I see the comparison, but the kid's five nine with a forty three inch reach. No he's offense, Paul, you're not that he's tall. He's a simple <laughs> fighter with a lot yes. of speed. But simple fighters are hard to beat. Simple fighters are hard to beat. I know one when I see one because it's the same Holy thing. Fundamentals, fundamentals work down here and they work at the top too. And he's he's okay. mastered the fundamentals. Here's the, the thing. Judging Here's his job, his timing, his speed. Okay. He's young. Okay. He's got all I'll this tell you, I'll tell you when he's going to run into the problem. I'll tell you when he's going to run Because a simple fighter relies on a lot of speed. I was a simple fighter that relies on a lot of speed. I'm going to tell you where I ran into problems. When guys can complicate things a little bit more, when they take away your ability to keep the fight simple, you now have to raise your levels. You got to be able to fight on on the inside. You got to be able to fight off of different looks. Somebody like Mayweather fought off different looks. Haney gets a lot of comparisons to Mayweather. It's not even close. Mayweather can fight off several different looks. Haney fights off of one look. He sets all his traps off the jab. He doesn't set up any traps using any other punches. He throws other punches, but he doesn't set traps using any other punches. Hey, Mayweather had a lead left hook. Haney does not. Okay, so end of the day, he may be using a straight right hand now or an overhand right. Will stop Paul. We saw a nice knockout he had earlier in his career with overhand right. Nonetheless, though, it's simple. You guess a Lomachenko who has such a high IQ, who has several ways he enters the fray, where he enters the pocket, who has several methods where once he's inside, he knows how to work you. You it's the fight now becomes far from simple. And you are gonna have to show things that we haven't seen you show yet. And if you could show them, I'll tell you what. If you could show them, you would have stopped George Cambosos because George Cambosos was completely dominated and Haney just did the same thing over and over and over again. If you have other areas where you can take it to another level, you will do it. Again, takes one to see one. I used to do the same now, thing. Not, not, okay, listen, two two things, two things. We're not, we're not, we're not doing the, the Mayweather-Haney comparison because they're not, they're not. That, I know, yeah, listen, everybody, not everybody, not everybody knows as much as, as, as people think they do. So th that's not a good comparison. That, 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 that's not, let's leave that way. That's a mute point. But with Lomachenko and Haney, like you, to the flip of what you said, yes, the, the fundamental guy can get beat up by the guy who complicates things. Uh, to the same token, 
The other guy, the, the, the complicated guy, has to complicate the fundamentals. And when you got a guy like Haney, who's taller, longer, fights start at distance, range is a big issue. The guy's got much longer arms, much bigger guy. Talk about him fighting on the inside. He doesn't have to fight Lomachenko on the inside. He's got to work so hard to get on the inside. And then Haney, we saw about the weigh-in. He can literally grab him, spin him, push him off. The size difference is crazy. We saw that at the press conference. He's not going to need to fight Lomachenko on the inside. Lomachenko's going to have to work so hard to get there. Is he going to have those to work angles that, that he's so good at. But is he going to have to work that hard? Because he's got so many subtle variables the way he enters the fray, enters the pocket, that is he going to have to work that hard? He disguises the entrance very, very well. And I do. That, I do that, think he's going to have to work Moses. hard. He's not going to let... He's not going to let Haney just hold on the inside. I watched Jermaine, the Jermaine Ortiz fight this morning with, with Lomachenko. That kid fought brilliantly from the outside and the middle distance. On the inside, he was getting chewed apart because he was a lot. He, that kid also throws more, he throws about, more combinations and wants to fight. Haney doesn't. Haney can take a step out. If, if, if Lomachenko starts cutting those angles, Haney literally will. He doesn't mind if making Haney a doesn't take a step out fighting, Loma cuts that gap. He cuts that gap at various angles. You got to take a step jab out. In his face. Jermaine Ortiz... Also used to spar with with Lomachenko. He knows how to deal with him. Also, Good there's point. two variables there you got to bring up. Jermaine Ortiz was in camp with Lomachenko, so there's no feel out process. You know what you're getting yeah. into right off the jump, which these two guys say it's not that there's gonna be a feel out process. And number two is it was the biggest layoff of Lomachenko's career outside the gym. He's never spent that much time outside the gym because of the war, which actually brings up variable number three. Devin Haney's only a world champion right now because Lomachenko had the war to deal with. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Hey, all good points, but I'm telling you, the Jermaine Franklin, the Jermaine or Franklin, Jermaine Ortiz thing, rather. Uh, listen, I, I don't care that he was rusty or whatever. The kid did fundamental things that worked against him. Jermaine Ortiz is a better opponent than anybody on Haney's record. He but would Haney, Jermaine Ortiz sure, would uh, uh, sure but listen, but listen, things that Jermaine Ortiz does well, Haney does better. So hey, I, I, we always have this argument. Well, Ortiz, he hasn't fought anybody. That sometimes it doesn't matter. Things that Jermaine Ortiz does that Haney does not do. There's yes, he throws he combinations, and he did that very well with Lomachenko, which is a big factor here. Haney he made it. He made it a fun fight. He made it Haney a fun likes, fight. Haney does not mind making it a stinker. He just wants to win. But he, he will Lomachenko's take a step out. Joe Lomachenko is not going to let you let you make it a stinker. Lomachenko will force the pace on you. Lomachenko. We'll, we'll see if he can, because literally that's going to be the, the fight is going to be not the fight. The fight's going to be who's going to be able to fight their fight. That's and, really and, and, whoever, again, who controls. Who right. controls real estate wins a fight. For all those people that say I, I criticize Haney again, if I'm comparing it to myself, I, I wouldn't be shitting on my own boxing career. You know what I'm saying? What I'm what I've always said is Haney's me with more money behind him. Again, if you look at the matchups and you look at who he's talked about, but then who he's chosen to fight instead, it doesn't add up. The talk doesn't add up with the actions, and it consistently has not added up with the actions. Now you have a chance to back that up. We finally have a chance to back that up. And of course, this is discussion because these are all question marks that I have about Haney going in that I'm going to personally find out myself. Everybody else who thinks they have the answers have the answers because you haven't seen Haney at a high enough level. And like I said, if he had the other variables, the other the other uh, levels that he could go to, he would have went there against George Cambosos because, again, I'll bring it up, it's simplicity, the same way I was simple with super speed. It's the same thing. When you don't have those extra levels you can get to, you just cruise to an easy decision because you can't get to the other levels. You don't have them. You just have a lot of speed and the simple basics. Haney showed that in the Cambosos fight. A guy he's dominating... You have a chance to not try to take him out because you're way better than him, but you don't have the levels to go to those other levels. I recognize it when I see it because I know it myself. To your point that you said earlier, though, about Lomachenko and Jermaine Ortiz, he had already seen, he had already been there. 
A guy like like Haney, his power, his stoppages comes from surprise. He, uh, Campos has already spent 12 rounds with the kid. He knows how fast he is. He, he's, he sees where the punches are coming. You you know how it is. You get a rhythm of somebody. He had his rhythm. So that's going to make it more difficult for him to stop him. It's easy to say, well, he's much better. He's got to get him out of there. But I always say that punchers are not just what, what, what you have in your in your gloves. A lot of it is your mentality. He's listen, not that stoppage type not, guy. It's not a, listen, I was the same way. It was not a criticism. Listen, I, I know, I'm not saying I did either. It, but, but I'm just saying because I saw that in him, it also leads to problems against a Lomachenko who can but take. The, but the, the amount levels. of damage he did to Cambosis in that second fight, he was beating the hell out of the kid, and he yeah, really—I yeah, I, I thought he poured I it on. But, I know he could he have gotten the stoppage. I believe he could have. Yes, he should he have gone for it. Yeah, but probably. Should have won, but him. he didn't. He didn't he even did. go. For it. I, I know but that's I mean, your point, but but yeah, I I, I agree. But I mean, he but, it was definitely a more dominant performance, and he did but, damage in the fight. Listen, there's no it, disputing. There's no disputing that Lomachenko's got the better resume. That you you can't dispute yeah. that. But for all the Haney fans, I mean, this is a real step-up fight. He's obviously fighting the best guy he's ever fought in his life. And a lot of fans, a lot of people in boxing thinks he has the skills to overcome Lomachenko. Um, but on, Loma, on the other side, for Lomachenko, he's 35 years old. His dream, the only thing he's, he hasn't done in boxing is become undisputed. That's his dream. He's fighting Devin the Dream Haney. Is that dream going to be en enough to win him this fight? Wait, George, I, I, I want to. I'll, I'll take. Some, I'm gonna pick back some of that question. Thank you for the question, but I want to. I want to actually ask Paulie a question, and I don't want to. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But would you say that Devin Haney's career has been carefully curated up until this point? I think he's been curated in a, in a responsible way. Listen, no fighter gets there without having a, a curated career. But mm -hmm. I do believe Haney has had good money behind him to where it's been curated uh, in a good in a good fashion. Usually Olympians yeah. ha have the best curation, right? But but Haney comes from money, and Haney's been able to listen. He was able to take the Cambosos fight and leave Matchroom like this because he didn't even he was able because he didn't even have to sign with them to get on on the zone to begin with. A normal fighter in that position is locked into a contract. You're not going to get that title shot with Cambosos. But Haney has always had enough money behind him to where he wasn't a and and that's not hating. That's good. No, that's a, no, no. Thing. I, I, I was I was is, imposing. Now, I was imposing now, it as a hate question. Now, no, but people will take that as a hating. But here's the thing. But now well, they're gonna take they gonna take everything you say against Haney as a hate question. But, here, but, now it's, but now it's put up or shut up. You see, like okay, yeah. we, somebody but, like okay, so that that's that's where this this question was going. So it's put up or shut up. If he has had a curated career, if money's not really an issue because you're saying he, he came from money anyway, doesn't that speak to the fact that they really believe they're winning this fight and that they're ready and it is time to put up or shut up from the Haney side? Oh, because there's no such thing as extra money. You know what I mean? Listen, everything has a price, like the million dollar man used to say, and that's the line I said before. So everything right. has a price. Even if you come from money, there's no such thing as extra money, you know? So ultimately, if the price is worth the risk, you know, you got enough money to where you can go up to 140 pounds. You're not going to be able to match this kind of income. And he deserves it. He got the undisputed title no matter how he got it, which again, I think he got it under favorable circumstances because Lomachenko went to the war. Regardless, he's always going to have been the undisputed lightweight champion. And so he deserves the money he's getting for this fight and he deserves the compensation for it. But from a stylistic boxing point of view, it's put up or shut up, of course. You know, it, there, there's questions that you're going to want to see answered in a fight like this, you know, um, even in your, you know, let's say even about Lomachenko at this point, yes. Does he have enough left at this point of his career? Uh, how much has the war in Ukraine affected him uh, coming off the Ortiz fight? You can make a million questions about Lomachenko as well, but I've seen Lomachenko belong at this level. I have not yet seen Haney belong at this level because I haven't seen the matchups yet. This is the matchup that you get. And so, 
now we get a lot of questions. But, but that doesn't mean that he's not ready or that he doesn't belong. Just because you haven't no, seen no, him. No, 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 no. Even if he loses the fight. Listen, even if he loses the fight, he's a good fighter. But my problem is, my problem is, you don't disrespect guys like Vasil Lomachenko with their resume when you're fighting cab drivers and then making like they're avoiding. All right, you don't do that. Okay. Nobody we, beats Father Time, though, Paulie. Father Time, man. Nobody beats Father Time. He gets us all. Hey guys, listen, listen. But I'm not gonna use that as an excuse. If Haney wins the fight, he deserves he deserves more credit than he's gotten. And of course, we've, we've, got, we've a lot we've more got, curiosities as, as he goes up to 140 pounds. I'm not done talking. I'm talking. All right. Go ahead. Not, listen, I'm going to stop you right there because I want to see you guys demonstrate this in the ring. It's time for you guys to get in the ring. Give us some keys to victory. Haney's speed and youth against Lomachenko's wisdom. And fans, don't forget to comment on this fight. If you don't like what Paulie's saying, comment. Go to ProBoxTV.com for news, everything else. But right now, we're going to the ring, and the champs are going to show us who's going to win this fight. I wonder who Paulie's going to be in this. Keys to victory coming up. What's up, everybody? Keys to victory for the undisputed lightweight championship of the world with undisputed reigning champion Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko, May 20th, live at the MGM Grand on pay-per-view. I am going to be Devin Haney today. My esteemed colleague, Pauli Malinaji, former two-time world champion, is going to be Vasily Lomachenko, and we're going to talk about what each man needs to do in order to be victorious on fight night, May 20th, MGM Grand. MGM Grand live pay-per-view. So, both these guys, highly skilled technicians, boxer punchers, uh, chances of the fight's gonna go the distance most likely, and really it's gonna be a battle of real estate. Who's gonna be able to control the space in the ring, fight with their, their they wanna fight, very high level guys, it's, it's most likely gonna be very back and forth in terms of the tactical ring IQ that's gonna be on display. There's a few moves that Lomachenko does in almost every fight, and usually the best fighters in the world have their spe specific moves that they make work on everybody, uh, that I believe that Devin Haney, with his youth and size and momentum, could take advantage of. The, the first one is, is something that, that uh, Vasily Lomachenko does with his hands. He tends to roll his lead hand and uses it as a, a blinder to throw his left hand and come back with his, with his hard power jab over the top. I think there's an opportunity here, which we actually saw in the Jermaine Ortiz fight, to counter that movement and protect yourself from getting hit with that straight left hand, which is Vasily's one of his best shots. So I'll be Devin Haney. Paulie here is going to be Vasily Lomachenko. Now, as he starts to roll that lead hand, a lot of times is he, he, he's almost keeping me busy looking at that. And then right out of nowhere comes that straight left hand down the middle and then that hard jab over the top, which is a move we've seen Vasily Lomachenko do on almost everybody, especially, especially in the guys that he's, he's been able to dominate. But Jermaine Ortiz did something that was a, a very clever in that he wasn't getting mesmerized by this. He used his length and his, and his size to actually just punch over that shot. He was timing the, the rhythm. As it rolled this way, he threw the left hook over the top. And a lot of times, he either put himself in a position where now he's protected from the straight left hand, or he was actually able to have Vasily run into the shot as he throws the left hand. It doesn't have to be that hard of a shot, because Lomachenko's already throwing that shot, and he comes right into it. Now, the counter to that is Lomachenko has very, very good balance. And a lot of times he'll use that same exact foot faint spinning lead hand to drop in or to drop out. And he's looking to get you to react one way or the other. If you don't react, he will step in. If you react, he will step out. Now, he usually, he usually combines it with a strong foot faint. So he's giving you this 
and he's, give, he's gonna give you that hard foot feint. What he's trying to do with that lead foot feint is to get you to bite with this hand. Once he gets you to bite with this hand, he comes over the top, or he comes here, and he comes over the top and changes the angle, and then he'll throw the, he'll throw the combination. Now, he also has the option, and he likes to do this because his balance is always good, he'll drop that same feint and drop out, looking for you to reach in, and then he'll counter that, or he'll say, he'll, he'll, you may not react, and he'll know the next time to use that same thing. Now he knows he's got you not reacting. He's going to get you to bite on the fade again and then come over the top again. So by having the option to come in or to come out, he gives himself the, you know, the, op the option for defense or attack. And he's like water. He can translate it both ways. Also, well, he's like the Matrix. He's able to fight well, at, that's all, what they call at all levels. That's, that's why, why, they, call why they call them Matrix. Now, here's another thing, because you can say, Haney can step, can hold his ground here, right? He can hold his ground or he can step in, right? Because you, you, you throw this shot, you throw this shot, and maybe he holds his ground. He, he, instead, of stepping, instead of stepping out, he steps in. The thing about Lomachenko is he has short arms. He likes to be able to work inside, and he likes to throw this combination. When you stay in, he'll throw this combination a lot. He'll drop to the body, he'll mix it up, but he'll move his hands. Here's the other thing, though. If you start going backwards, that's what he wants. Lomachenko wants you to have your momentum going backwards because he'll start to chase you. Now he'll make this move, he'll throw over the top, come in, and, then, and then he'll start to chase you and get you in bad position. Once he puts you out of, once he puts you out of position, he's now got you for the follow-up, both with speed and balance. Now, one of the ways that Devin Haney can actually combat that angle that Lomachenko is literally famous for, he does it in every fight. He cuts that angle to the outside. Uh, very few people have ever figured out what to do with that because it's, it's an orthodox move. It's, it's, it's very athletic. It's very smooth. He sets it up beautifully, just like Paulie was saying. The way that he, the little nuances that he does in order to get himself into those positions are very difficult to read. Now, Haney, unlike a lot of the other guys that Lomachenko's fought, he's not opposed to clinching. So as, as Lomachenko, I was going to call him Paulie, as Lomachenko looks to step out to that outside, like, like you said, if, if Haney stands his ground, and actually, instead of just standing his ground, actually counters that movement with his own movement by stepping in, he might be able to step actually even inside the short arms of Lomachenko. And like I said, he's not opposed to clinching. And this is where he's changing levels and coming up, and he can step around, move back into the center of the ring where he wants to be. And that's where the referee is going to come into play. And that's why both guys are politicking about the referee, because here in this moment, it's a call for the referee because Lomachenko's not gonna look to accept that clinch very easily. Lomachenko, being a veteran that he is, when, when Haney comes and clinches him, he's gonna start using his head to create space, and then he'll, after creating that space, he'll start to try to free his hands to punch. We've seen Lomachenko do this, especially at the lighter weights against guys like Nicholas Walters mm -hmm. and guys like that, where he doesn't accept that clinch and he just makes your life miserable and he made those guys quit. Now, I'm not saying he's gonna make Haney quit because at lightweight, these guys do have a physical advantage on Lomachenko and Haney may be able to bump Lomachenko off a little bit easier than the smaller guys. And we'll see on fight night. And that's going to be the real question, what we're going to see that night. Is, is Lomachenko going to be able to deal with the physical size of Devin Haney, and is he going to be able to impose that will in size to take advantage of those opportunities? A lot of what-ifs here. We're talking about what could happen, what should happen. We don't know, and that's why we, we, we wait for the fights. But make sure you tune in. May 20th, MGM Grand live on pay-per-view. Haney, Lomachenko, don't miss it. And remember, dirty boxing is legal, but so is clinching without working. We'll see you on May 20th. May 20th, ESPN Plus pay-per-view, undisputed lightweight champion Devin Haney 
takes on former three-division champion Vasily Lomachenko. Guys, you gave us your keys to victory. Now I want to get your predictions for the fight. Chris, I'm going to save the best for last with Paulie. Not saying you're not great, Chris, but Chris, let's start with you. Give me your prediction for the fight. Ouch. Said best for last. Go right to Chris. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I got Haney by decision. I, I don't think he's got uh, the power to to really hurt or stop Lomachenko, and Lomachenko is savvy enough that he'll be able to survive even if he does get clipped at anything. Um, but I just I just think the size, the youth, and the timing is right for Haney to 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 do what he's been doing. And just he's got a lot of momentum behind him. And this sport, momentum matters. And Lomachenko, although he has a big chip on his shoulder, has a lot to prove, has been there time and time again. I think it's just going back to the well one too many times against someone who is uh, really primed to uh, to take over and, and and finally get the 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 deserved uh, title and undisputed uh, like Paulie had said earlier. But um, yeah, I got I got Haney by decision. Yeah, I got uh, Lomachenko by decision. A lot of the same reasoning, uh, especially Lomachenko's ability to get stoppages at lightweight is almost uh, non-existent. I know he scored some knockdowns against Luke Campbell, but I don't really see that in this fight. Uh, I, I do see Lomachenko taking control of the fight more and more as, as the fight wears on. I believe he's going to start a little bit faster than he did in the Lopez fight. Obviously, the Lopez fight, there was a couple of reasons why he started slow. One was the shoulder injury, but also Lopez has a lot of firepower, um, something that Haney doesn't have. I believe that both guys psychologically are ready for the fight. And what I mean by that is Lomachenko has been in very big moments in his career, Olympic gold medal finals, uh, world championship fights in various weight classes. But Haney also for a young fighter has gone to Australia and and went to the, uh, to the, you know, to tougher uh, on the road and won the world title on the road. And I, and, and per from personal experience, I know how tough that can be. And so Haney was able to be very mature about that and keep his poise and do that. So I think from a psychological perspective, although there's going to be a lot of pressure on both guys when the bell rings, the opening bell rings, I think both guys are mentally and, and, and psychologically ready for a moment like this in their careers. Uh, I do expect Lomachenko to start a little bit faster, uh, but he's got to be careful not to get ahead of himself because this is the moment that he's wanted his whole career. So it, the temptation is to start faster than you need to. And for Haney, the same thing. The temptation is to want to show right away that you belong at this level. And for guys who have criticized him that this is his biggest fight and he may not be ready for it, uh, he's gonna he may also want to get ahead of himself and start faster. But I, I do while I do think those temptations will be there, I think both guys psychologically are mature enough and poised enough to where they'll settle into their 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 respective game plans. I just expect Lomachenko to start a little bit faster in this fight. And Paulie, he's gonna, he's gonna need to start faster because the last couple of fights, Ortiz as well. He he started so so. Lopez and Ortiz was the same issue. He started low, finished very strong in both fights, and I mean, really pulled the Ortiz fight out of the fire. And Lopez was this close. If Lopez didn't put on a brilliant twelfth round, he probably wins that fight. And you if know? you're and champ, if you're Haney, that's something to keep in mind, right? Do you yeah. do you save something extra in the gas tank for Lomachenko's final run in the late rounds, where he, you know he's kind of mentally. Uh, think about that uh, if you're Haney where you're saying okay I, I, I gotta make sure I get off to a good start but I gotta make sure I have enough in the tank to hold off this guy's late runs that he tends to make uh, is it something on the part of Haney that you think about going into the fight yeah absolutely because you know listen both men have shown great gas tanks in, in 12 round fights um, Haney has the ability to, to control pace because he has a jab you you always talk about that but jab can be a pace a pace setting device and, and, and Haney does that quite well but you don't want to start too slow 
even though Lomachenko's fighting slow, because then you can steal rounds with one or two punches. And Lomachenko's good at that. He can steal some of those rounds if Haney's not getting enough done. He needs to bank those early rounds, but like to your point, not expel the gas tank, because you know Lomachenko's coming on strong at the end. Lomachenko's, I think, is going to fall off to a... a, 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 a he's going to fall to a early lead against... Uh, early on Haney's side, and he's going to have to battle back looking... Honestly, he's probably going to look to try and stop Haney in order to get the, the victory, because I just think Haney's going to be able to come out to an early lead based on the way that Lomachenko's been fighting recently, and the fact that, listen, uh, Lomachenko... Ha I mean, uh, Haney has been shown to be vulnerable to some shots, and we've never really seen someone do doing you know a, a, a focused body attack on Haney like Lomachenko has in his toolbox. So I think down the line, this fight's going to get very interesting. And Paul, last think, question. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about the fact that Haney's complaining a little bit about Lomachenko's "quote unquote" dirty tactics? Is it just uh, gamesmanship? Because think about it, Haney wants to be able to hold on the inside, so uh, yeah. Lomachenko's not really going to allow that. So obviously, he's going to look to be a little bit physical in order to prevent the holding. Um, is it just Haney trying to look for for ways to where he'll be able to get away with that holding on the inside so that he can keep the the fight at a medium to long range pace where he might be have the advantage i think it's a little inside magic for 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 from my perspective i think that listen if you if you want to get by on something you tell the rep that the other guy does that yeah watch out for the hitting behind the head watch out for the holding the ref intuitively as a human being is going to be thinking oh this well we gotta if you especially if you push, push that point quite a bit hey we gotta watch out for this guy meanwhile you're doing a run behind you know, right behind his back as well so it could be a, a smart tactical move from from haney's camp the place in everyone's mind that that loma is the dirty fighter and that the tactics that i may you utilize aren't dirty because i'm not the dirty fighter he is but yeah, but he's but doing too much holding dirty is doing that, too much holding a, illegal, I, I, right? well, yeah, excessive clenching is illegal clenching is allowed excessive clenching is illegal preventing work if, because here's the thing in a clench the clench is when both guys accept the clench right and until yeah. so the referee has Takes to two. when both Takes guys two. don't accept it and one guy's trying to work the break is not supposed to come as fast, you know? It was always, I remember my fight with Miguel Cotto, it was very difficult to clench that guy, man. I mean, he was always forcing action, even on the inside in very uncomfortable ways, using his head to create space. And it it ends up, you know, when, when there's guys that don't accept the clench and know how to not accept the clench, it makes your life a little bit more difficult uh, to just hold outright because then your holding becomes more obvious. So I think there's things from both sides uh, for the ref to look for. Uh, some dirty stuff from Lomachenko and some extra holding from Haney. Well, listen, a common opponent of ours, Amir Khan, he clinched the hell out of me. And and I didn't want to be clinched. I wanted to fight on the inside. But I, I was amazed in the beginning of that fight how hard he clinched me, how hard he wrapped his arm around my head. I had bruises on both ears from how hard he was headlocking I was me, sore, me. I was sore behind my neck from that fight yeah. because he so was holding, pushing my head down. I somewhere. was thinking in my head, he's going to get tired. No one can squeeze like this for 12 rounds. And he sure did. He squeezed for 12 rounds, was able to go by and get a decision. So it, it, I, I agree it takes two to tango when it comes to clinching, but hey, man, some people can clinch really well. And if the, ref is, if the ref is on their side, what are you going to do? I think it's a savvy move by Haney bringing that up. But real quick, we're running out of time. So quick, I'll go to you first, Paulie, and I'll save you, Chris. I'll save the best for last. You'll have the last one, but it's the same question. Paulie... What's next for the winner of this fight? We don't know if Haney's going to move up based on win or loss, but what's next for the winner? 
I think uh, the move is Shakur Stevenson takes over the lightweight division. Uh, either either way, whether Haney moves up, whether Lomachenko wins, whether Haney wins and moves up, um, the 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 next thing is Lomachenko uh, is Shakur Stevenson uh, takes hold of, of the lightweight division. I think if if Haney wins the fight and vacates, all the titles become vacant, and then it'll allow Javante Davis to pick up a real world title at lightweight, something he hasn't had yet. No matter how much uh, Showtime makes makes the opening announcements, like like like. Uh, Davis has won several world titles in several weight classes. That is simply not the case. So I think if Haney wins the fight and moves up and vacates all the titles, it gives Javante a chance to have a real world world title, his first real world title at lightweight, while at the same time also allowing Shakur to grab some belts. Um, if Lomachenko wins the fight, as I predict, I think Shakur ends up beating him. That's an easy fight to make. It's an, it's an inside top rank fight. And I think Shakur ends up unseating him and becoming the undisputed lightweight champion. Mr. Algieri, the floor is yours. So uh, if Lomachenko wins the fight, I think Haney moves up. I agree with you, champ. I think that he's he's going to say, you know, it's too hard to make the weight. He doesn't want to go through it again because I don't think he wants to go through it now. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see, come come fight time, come fight week, how difficult Haney has making the 135-pound weight division. I mean, he's 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 physically growing. We're seeing even videos. He looks even bigger and more muscular now than he ever has. So I don't know how easy it's going to be to make 135 this time, and I don't really foresee in the future it being – uh, uh, sustainable as well. So I, I think Lomachenko wins, Haney moves up, and then we get Lomachenko right, right, right to Shakur Stevenson. I think it, it, the fight makes a, a perfect sense. It's easy to make. Maybe Lomachenko gets a, a tune-up in between, but I don't. Th I think age-wise, he's past that. I think he goes right to, to Shakur. It's the biggest fight possible for him right now. And I agree. I think Shakur takes that fight, and now he's the undisputed uh, lightweight champ. Uh, Haney wins. I still think he moves up. And now he has really no reason to hang out unless he was looking for the huge mega fight with uh, Gervonta. I don't think the fight with Shakur is uh, lucrative enough yet to make him try and squeeze back down to 135. Gervonta possibly is. That's really going to come down to Team Haney. Once again, they're in the driver's seat. Um, if they want to stay at 35 and 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 whittle themselves back down to, for the Gervonta fight, they do that. Otherwise, I see him going up to 140 in either case. And then we get a similar situation as where I think I think Loma, I think Lomachenko and and Shakur still fight even with with Loma losing. I think it's just a very easy fight to make happen, and I think it's a good fight. I'm playing devil's advocate to myself because you know I can argue with myself too. Um, playing devil's advocate to myself, Haney. Remember, Lomachenko has never been beaten decisively. If Haney wins this fight decisively and moves up to 140 pounds. He really, really increases his value. He becomes a real, I, I think he becomes a real money asset entering the 140 pound division because nobody has been able to beat Lomachenko uncontroversially. I, listen, I thought Lopez deserved the decision, but it was close. Uh, and of course, Salido also was close and controversial. Yeah. Uh, the two losses Lomachenko had. So Haney also has a chance to uh, become the first guy to get a, a, a win that is bonafide and like undoubted over Lomachenko, but nobody's been able to do that yet. But if he does do that, I believe, like you said, uh, Cham, I, I believe he vacates the titles and moves up the 140 pound division. And despite all the big names in the 140 pound division, I think Haney becomes sort of the jewel uh, of that division in terms of commanding uh, a lot, because he'll also remember, he'll also be a promotional free agent. Yeah. Hey, so George, okay. you said you were saving the best for last. You gave me the floor. This guy still gets in the last word. <laughs> you know, Pony, Pony, I can't help myself. He's not going to give that floor. I'm thinking up, on the fly, guys. I'm arguing with myself. I'm arguing with you guys. I don't know, man. You know, things pop in my head, and I just say them. You know. Well, guys, thank you so much for now. For now, our talk is done. Make sure, make sure you comment. Talk about what these guys are, are talking about. Go to ProBoxTV.com. 
You've got daily news. You've got talk shows. You've got fights every other Wednesday. And this is must-see TV when you get these two champs talking. And Paulie, once again, got the last word. We'll see you next time on ProBoxTV.com.